Good. All right, we're good. We're starting. We're live with the 2022 Bubba's Backyard Ultra podcast preview. I'm Andrew Drummond with co-race director Monty McIndoe. What's up, Monty? How are you, Andrew? I'm good. Really good. Always good. Excited for race week. This weekend is, we just hit the 48-hour mark. Less than that. It's it's Thursday afternoon. We're going to upload this shortly and wanted to get in front of just some exciting storylines this weekend hype up this weekend's race most of uh, you listening are probably probably running it and if you're not you should be interested in running it this this year we've got the additional beer mile so lots of reasons to come to Bubba's Backyard Ultra and to think about signing up for next year um, yeah I guess we'd start off with the course conditions course conditions for coming from a, a horse racing background I would say they're sloppy in areas but great in other areas Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had eight inches of rain this month. Didn't help. And I've seen this course in the summertime on heavier rain seasons, and it's a disaster. Like the bridges we, we make get blown out, and certain areas just you could you're, you just say like I couldn't imagine racing in these conditions. No. But on the on the flip side, we have a couple of days for it to drain out, and even with some of the wet areas, you can you can skirt around most of them. If anything, it'll make it make it a little more interesting. Yeah, I was talking to Bubba too about the the predicted weather coming up too, and it looks like it's going to be really nice. And we talked about the differences of the course, and if this was raced in the summer, what it would look like, and the you know the ferns would be you know mid chest high, and just a lot of it would be a lot different, and the weather would just be brutal. So it's supposed to be a really nice weekend for this. It's amazing how much a forest doesn't want a trail to be a trail. Every time we come back to this course, it's a ton of blowdowns like this year we had a monster section in the crux of the course last year where it was it's in towards the wet section in like the north west quadrant but yeah. um yeah we clean that up it should should be running a little better there is another down tree that it's gonna stay there yeah it'll be a nice little uh up and over that, that's the one big change for the this year yeah but i cleaned cleaned out some of the the tree branches and overall the course the course is going to be fine it's going to be fast i think people that you know always say 3.5 miles it's not that far it's uh it's far until it's, it's not it's far it's not e- it's not an easy three and a half miles no you and, always have to be watching your footing and i want to i want to have like a time like a lap count where we add on if people make it past 50 hours then all right, it's time to add on to the course. I don't like that. That's fine. That's up for debate. If it gets, it, you know, the thing is, if we just want to get right into it, I think that. So, so the, then the question is, when, how far last year? 48, eight. And then 40, 46? 45? Was it 48? 46, I think. So how far do you think it's going to go this year? I think it's going to get past 48. Two. I have a number in mind. What's your number? Inside inside betting, I think uh, think it's going to go mid fifties. So fifty four. I have a fifty three. So that's something. Yeah, we're going to talk about how deep the field is this year. Um, but to go back to my earlier point, yeah, I think if we can, every year people are going to go further till. You know, I think they, there's some sort of limiter, but the course, you know, whether the course is the limiter 
or the field or, you know, the conditions, right. there's, there's always something. And it's like, you want that balance where, you know, what's special about this race is that anyone, you know, you can borderline walk a lap in time, speed walk. Yeah. And I, I, part of me likes that. And part of me wants to make it more difficult, but we'll see when we'll get there. That's, that's, yeah. Well, that's, I mean, Bubba was out there chatting with our neighbor, the Max Fields growing up, they have the fields to the North. And there's a chance we might get access to those, which we could add Bubba's too. Yeah. We could have a springtime Bubba's over there, but it's another big, big parcel of land that would be fun to mix it up. But until the field proves that's necessary, I think we'll just, well, I mean, we should just have Ed come by himself and just say, Ed run for as long as you can and see how many laps he does. Yeah. He's been the only person that's finished so far. So, well, yeah, like I said, let's get into it. We were looking at the the field this year, who to watch. Um, if we're looking at just who's returning, names that we we're familiar with that have experience on this course, the top like out of the top twenty people from last year, we have like eighteen returning. Yeah, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be really good because not only do these people have a ton of experience on the course, like they're probably coming back for blood. I mean, yeah, well they're coming back i i think they're coming back for ed well who wouldn't be i mean <laughs> did you see that race he was just coming from pineland farms they gave him a t-shirt with a target on his back yeah good good for him so ed ed just beating up on little kids over at pineland yeah his um, lunch money collection has got to be phenomenal 30 hours that's all you know he's just getting warmed up yeah so obviously ed's back you're the favorite if you keep winning, keep finishing. Like, Ed's three for three. Yep. There's no reason he's not going to be the fourth. But there is a deep list. And if you look at the other names, if we just go count down, we got Brian Burke is back. Yep. He's the one that uh, notoriously known as Ed's play toy. Yep. Put up hell of a performance, pushed it into that second sunrise. Um, but at the end of it just wasn't, that was a tough conditions. And for his first effort in this style, this format was incredible. So Brian Burke, huge favorite, um, moving down the list, we got JP Kroll. JP had like, a, you know, in his mind, a mediocre effort last year. So this is definitely an A race for him. We've been talking, he's super excited and he's now local, now local new, new, uh, Freiburg resident. And just excited. I think uh, he's going to pace himself to be in this for the long haul. And with everyone in it, I hope to see like big PR. So yeah, um, expect to see JP's name in it late. Yeah. Uh, Will Peterson. Yeah, Will was dealing with like some some knee issues and stuff last year. So I don't I don't think that was very reflective of his capabilities. He had an awesome summer, did the 48 supported record and looked fresh for that. So Will is super strong. Big engine. Hopefully his med school hazing hasn't gone too poorly. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, Will's name will be in the mix. And then Austin Black. Austin was one of those guys last year where he was just there every lap. Like like, Austin's still here. Yeah. Pushing it. Um, Austin has some great ultra experience. So again, I expect him to do well if he's healthy 
And then um, our first female, Maya Buckingham. Maya was out with her crew. Um, pushed her pretty far last year. Yeah, the crew was solid too. I don't have her. I don't have the last year's results in front of me, but she was like close to a hundred. I think so. Uh, I'm just gonna pull it up. Okay, got in front of me. Maya did just under a hundred miles, so I'd expect her to try to try to hit that hundred mile mark, if not further, this year. Yeah. Um, Declan, Declan's back. Yep. Declan's been putting in some mountain miles. Looked like he did a last person standing event last May. So he's getting, uh, seems like he's getting ready for another, another good result. Then quickly cruising down the list. We got Adam Ribeiro. Mm -hmm. He, uh, he's always doing crazy shit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. This summer, what did he do? Did he do the Vermont 100? Saw him do the kink. Um, bike one way, run the other. That was super impressive. Uh, he's always he's always coming loaded for bear. Bill Cobb, he's back. Bill's been running around. Um, other names on the list here: Will Robinson, John Roy, Aiden Crawford, Sydney Dolan. So she did seventy miles last year. Heath Brewer and a little honorable mention: Noah Levine. So he's in there, but that's returning. And like, if you look at who to watch for, there's a, a few women on the list this year. Um, Charlotte Caddow saw her, uh, where did I see her? Saw her at the Jigger Johnson hundred K somewhere right into dark. So Hancock notch, that was the first time meeting Charlotte. She was, uh, looked like having a good time out there. She's over from Vermont. Um, she's got some FKTs over there. We also have Emily Bright Sprecher, shop, shop family. Uh, she just she's hot off the Magunta Cook 50k up in Camden. She did great there. I think she surprised herself. And then Tess Harvey, she's a 32 year old who's a deep ultra sign up history. And that's just the woman I know about. Um, I'm sure there's some other ones who are. Uh, under the flying under the radar oh. <coughs> Emily likes been training for this too so another hometown hero mm-hmm. see how that goes and yeah like a lot of people I'm not familiar with and a lot of people I know but we'll see we'll see how it shakes out as far as other new people coming in there's a what could be considered a ringer coming in also are we on guys now? We We're back to, back to guys. Back to guys. There's a few. I've got, I have three on my, three, four, five. I have five ringers on my list. Okay. You just, you start. Brody. Actually, I miss Brody. Brody. Oh. I didn't even think Brody was coming. Well. But I just saw he's coming. Yeah, I've been on the Instagramming him and making sure he's all pumped up and he has his, uh, his team with a... Uh, Ski. Yeah. Yeah. So Brody, I think, surprised us all, surprised himself last year, maybe not, uh, last year standing, where he's proved proven himself as an endurance machine. Doesn't need sleep. Um, he'll go till his body falls apart. And he says he considers himself a runner rather than a skier. Yeah. He's, he's, uh, if you follow him on Strava, he does an activity like every single day. 
so he's got the consistency in his favor. Hopefully he's in um hopefully he's ready to throw down. Well he just he's coming back from a ski trip from uh, Chile, so I mean we'll see how how fresh he is. But I mean the stoke is phenomenal, so Yeah, that's exciting. Um really looking forward to seeing how, how he does and introduce him to uh Bubba's backyard. Yeah. Nathan Lam- Nathan Lamar coming back after a little bit of a hiatus. Um, first year is only year, second year, first and second. First and second. Yeah. Skip the third. So yeah, he skipped the third. I know he wanted to race. Got other life stuff going on, weddings, babies, back in stuff like that. Yep. But Nate's back. Really excited. Uh, hopefully he's he's ready to go. Um, haven't seen him in a bit. But uh, yeah, his uh, crew chief Becky. Yeah, super said, solid. He's uh, ready to go. Um, ben Feinson. Ben's like, Ben's like high high up there for me. Uh, he was out just hanging out, crewing Maya last year, out for a good time. He was fresh off his FKT on the long trail, so we know <laughs> this guy like is good with very little sleep. He's good at. Um, spending a lot of time on his feet multi days and he had a really good result at the cruel jewel 100 earlier this year and he trains under uh coach string bean mm-hmm. joe mcconaughey so ben uh and he's super positive which is going to get you very far yeah. in an event like this oh yeah um also we have doug lewis bronze medal olympian ski coach overall just serious amount of drive and he he recently discovered ultra running i think over the past like really the four four or five years like really got into the the hundred milers and if you look at what he's done it's like the wasatch 100 i am tough 100 swiss alps 100 uh run rabbit run 100 he was talking about doing some everesting and ready to ready to crush this um he's previewed the course and super excited he could if he stayed on this course for 100 hours he could everest here (laughs) (laughs) anything is possible so yeah doug doug's up there on the list um zach mccarthy although he just came off a win at the kilkenny ridge 50 miler nearly setting the course record just one wrong turn away from nabbing that but we'll see he was in the shop hemming and hawing about how much he wanted to throw down how much he wanted to hurt for this and you know he says he said he was going to potentially take it pretty easy but we'll see how long that lasts taking it easy is fine take it easy all you want just keep on taking it easy it's only at some point it's not going to be easy so we're in, it'll be interesting to see how hard he's going to push because if he he has the potential to do like exceptionally well, um, just a matter of if he wants to do it. If he's saving his legs for something else, we'll find out. Uh, who else you got? Uh, that was it. That my um, my top excluding Ed. What about your boy Breck? Breaking Breck. Breck. Mm, yeah, I mean, Brexit. I mean, one of the things is like certain people, I don't know, they're 
like I, I think he could, but I think he just comes out to, there's certain people I think it, their, their threshold of things not becoming fun is very, very high. But once it stops to become fun, they stop. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And I think he's on that list. Hmm. Maybe just lit a fire. We'll see. See how good his, uh, his pit crew is. Zach was in, um, Zach Levy was in the shop so he should be back. I mean every, everybody's going to take themselves out when you say you know these these people are positive the the I don't know I couldn't point to anybody and say like that's not a positive person you know these people are all showing up with great great energy and great um great attitudes of going out and doing it and they they want to do each person has their own story but you know it's like most of these people you see they show up and they're still smiling at the end you know, even when they're like suffering, they're still like not in the. Yeah, but there's people that are like optimistic and you know overly. I don't know, this sort of happiness, exuding this happiness that pushes them through. It's like that saying: if you just smile, it's going to make things easier. Yeah, I don't really believe that, but <laughs> if uh, yeah, there's that mental game, and you like you try to figure it, you know you have all these reasons to quit in your head sometimes. But like, if you're positive and you're like, you can block those out and think of all the reasons to keep going, those are the people that are, are gonna keep going. Yeah. Because like you said, this course isn't that hard. Three and a half miles, not not that hard. Right. It's obviously at some point you've done a hundred miles. That's pretty far, you know, but like, what's to stop you from going another hundred. Right. So, but it's going to be, I mean, it's like when we do the last skier, you, you have to get through the first hundred to even be in it, to even be in the event till the end point. So you have to be prepared for that. So coming with a plan of doing that and then having it mapped out for like, this is what I'm going to eat on lap 48. And this is what I'm going to on lap 49 and change my shoes. You, you have to be prepared for that. You're not just going to show up cold. Like the, when, when Ed came in the first year, he had a plan. And you execute the plan. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know what's going on in some of their heads. I mean, what they're, what, what they're really visualizing as far as numbers, you know, if they really honestly don't have a number in mind, they're just prepared to go indefinitely. That's one, that's one thing. But I think that most people come have a number that they're chasing. They need yeah. a, They have some sort of carrot. Maybe the carrots that brand new shiny looking ax. Yeah. Uh, it's hard to say. I just know that it's easy and this is what I experienced is like to throw in a number and be like, Oh, that was, that would have won it last year. That's good enough. You know, yeah. that sort of mentality. Oh, I did a X distance. Yeah. I PR that's good enough. And fighting that off to be like, well, maybe that's not good enough. Maybe good enough is like, well, cause you don't, you don't know who's, so we don't know how far the other people are going to go. You could be like, right. Oh, Which, I could, I could have done a few more laps and then, people start dropping you're like jp and i just had this conversation about it's like well what's it's really just yourself like you're saying like what's what is your goal yeah what do you want to get out of this and how do you get there and so a lot of that's just going to be the people that are in it to to really compete for that hacks are going to be the ones that like are committed to doing what's best for their overall performance and that's everything from having a plan from really holding back um yeah keeping like you know pacing is everything in this and i I found that like with this many people and bottlenecks and running other people's paces and 
it's, it's, it's a real challenge, but you need to be comfortable with going slow and saving whatever legs you're going to have left for like that second day or third day, or else you really just, you're not setting yourself up for getting the most out of yourself. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, this strategy is going to be a little different for everyone. I think we'll have some cool sponsor, um, stuff. I, I got one more on the list. I got Phil Karsha, big wild card for mm. Phil. Phil's coming off his really his third single season guidebook, white mountain guidebook. So really putting in monster effort in the white mountains for the past three summers. He came by last year. We ran a lap together. Super cool. And he's finished as of like the 19th, his project, um, hiking every trail in the white mountain guidebook. And I'm wondering that's 10 days ago, how his body's rebounding. Cause he ended it with a white mountain diartisma. So hiking all 48 on foot, um, supported fashion, but getting from point A to point B, there's no shortcut there. So I'm excited to see like, if he's just out for a good time, if he's feeling better, if that's going to really like help him. I mean, there was a conversation. I listened to a podcast with him and Will Peterson where they're talking about hikers versus runners. Like who does this favor? And are there hikers that are just like stronger and more able to handle that like slower cadence versus runners who might have more of a cardio engine. So, um, yeah, that was just one last person to throw in there and sorry if I, I forgot any other ringers and I hope that people prove me wrong. Um, because like I said, I do see a lot of familiar names on this list and a lot of people I, I don't know. And there's always someone in there that's going to creep up and, and have a, um, be up there in the top. But the bottom line is like, if you look at the average of this, the performances, it's like something like 16 laps average per yeah. person, which is phenomenal. So, um, given the weather, how good the weather's looking this weekend, um, I think no rain. Yeah. It's cold, but not like exceptionally cold, like in the forties. Yeah. High in the sixties. It's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be perfect. Yeah. Uh but anyway, going back to the this race strategy, there's gonna be some cool carrots out there. We've got sponsors throwing in some fun stuff, um sponsoring some laps. We've got I don't know, lap I got to, I got to finalize some of the laps, but like, uh, you know, Petzl's going to do six headlamps for, you know, randomly draw from people that make it to the second night lap, something like that. Maybe, um, Hoka's giving away four pairs of shoes on lap 12. Adidas is going to do five, I think five pairs of shoes They're They might hide like little Adidas flags or something in the woods. We'll see. So that's going to be fun. We've got athletic brewing there. They're helping to co-sponsor the beer mile and there'll be plenty of non-alcoholic beer at the aid station. It's always refreshing to grab, grab one of those. Um, highly recommend the athletic light. Got Nerona doing, um, a giveaway for the top man and woman in the event. Some new, their, their new Senya kits. It's their new trail running line that's coming out this spring. So you'll be able to get your hands on that, like, that clothing for next spring. It's not out yet. I've been running in it. You're, you're going to be, you're going to be psyched. And then there's going to be another giveaway of some other swag. They're super popular. They had some really good running hats, hats in general. Um, 
buffs. A couple more sponsors. Craft. Craft. I have a big question mark next to Craft. They're going to do something fun. They're showing up. Um, they always they always keep things interesting. Last year they did the Craft uh, Endurance Lap, which was if you made it 24 hours, you got a free pair of shoes. Um, and then lastly, we got the STW Coffee Co. Um, just got off the roaster this morning. We got some nice sample bags with our swag bag kit. So that, um, and then maybe I'll do like five pounds for the finisher, something nice like that. And tailwind, we got a little bit of tailwind. We'll have some tailwind there. Um, so I think that's it on the sponsor end. Yeah. Cool. Well, I'm just looking, looking down at our to our to-do list here. Uh, we got a bunch of volunteers helping out. We're going to have the beer mile. So if you have crew that's hanging out and wants uh, something to do on Sunday or say, you know, you stay overnight Saturday, Sunday at 1 p.m., we got the beer mile not to be missed. It's going to be highly entertaining. I have yet to do one. So this is going to be my first beer mile. I'm on the list. We should have at least like 20, 25 participants. And that's going to be in the other sheep field, cross country style, but you drink a beer, seltzer, a non-alcoholic beer, and then you do a lap and then you drink another one and you do a little mini lap because that outside lap's a little longer and then repeat. And hopefully, uh, yeah, everyone's going to get a, a prize or an award from Lawson's. So that's one ten start time. So if you're around and you want to come hang out, participate, there'll be day of signups. That's easy. Um, that's going to be like a nice, a nice, uh, entertaining Sunday afternoon thing because things get pretty loopy on that second day. Everyone's yeah. tired. Um, so it'll be good to have some fresh energy. Uh, if anyone wants to come visit the weekend, it's going to be a little hectic Saturday. We'll have volunteers telling people where to park. Um, if you're not in the event, you're going to park in sort of the lower field and out of the way. And if you want to run a lap on the course, it's open. More people, the better. Um, but ask before you go, so you're going in the same direction as the people in the course. Yeah. Well, whatever. People, people are <laughs> nimble and they can navigate that. Anything else? I think we're good. Yeah, I think we're good too. Um, push this out and excited to see everyone this weekend. Again, this is one of the, the marquee events on my schedule. My whether, this is my Christmas. Whether I'm in it or not. Yeah. I can't wait to unwrap all the finishing presents. Yeah. And it's uh, honestly, it's, it's really special to watch people, um, achieve like these personal goals and, and to see how deep, uh, everyone pushes themselves. So with that said, uh, hope everyone has a, has a good night's rest and, and we'll see everyone on Saturday. See you soon.